Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Isn't that what it's all about? It's ain't, ain't it all about Jesus? Isn't it all about him? Hallelujah. I just got caught up. I had to remember. I said, oh, I forgot we're doing a broadcast. And I had to remember. I had to come back. Glory to God. You know, this is what it's all about. This is in my spirit uh, here today. And well, praise the Lord. 2021. We're here. Happy New Year to you all. I hope that you had a very wonderful Merry Christmas and Reimage. We're back with a new year. Uh, still talking about the greatest person that ever is, not was, I said is, present tense. Talking about the greatest person ever. Amen. Glory to God. There's only one, and it's Jesus, the anointed one, Jesus of Nazareth. Ben Yushi. Hallelujah. Some call him Elohim. Some call him El Shaddai. Some call him Emmanuel. Hallelujah. But we call him Jesus, the rock, the lamb of God. Hallelujah. The propitiation of our sins. The only potentate, the wise God, our Savior. So we got to get ready, y'all. Hallelujah. We getting ready for the marriage. We getting ready for the, the, for the one, for the union. Glory to God. Uh, yes, we will. We're going to shout. Hallelujah. We're going to exclaim. We're going to extol. We're going to magnify his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because he is our blessed hope. Hallelujah to God. Well, praise the Lord. It's your boy, Stephen Steele. We're here. Amen. And I am so grateful to God to be back on the air. Well, we'll get into that, but let's pray first. Amen. Let's just bring down here. Uh, getting ready by Maverick City Music X upper room and we're gonna just uh, bring this down just a little bit here so we can so we can pray amen hallelujah I'm gonna try not to go all the way in because I'm telling you it's all about him today 
amen, each and every day. So, Father, today in the matchless name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and we praise you today. God, we glorify your name and we magnify you. Lord, there is nobody like you in all of the earth. Jesus, we thank you today. You are the only potentate, the wise God, our King, our Savior. To you be both the dominion, the glory, and the honor, both now and forever. Hallelujah, Jesus. It doesn't matter where we find ourselves, at what dimension we find ourselves in, what time period we arrive on. It is always going to be about you there's nowhere we can go in eternity past or in the future that you're not there your word declares you are the same today for and now and forevermore malachi even say i am the lord and i change not what a wonderful thing jesus to know that there is always consistency in you today. And Father, we bless you and we honor you today. And Lord, as we get ready to uh, go forth, God, in this in this podcast, in this discussion, God, in the examination of your word, God, and in reflection, God, of all that you have said and done today, Lord, we bless you and we honor you today. And God, I glorify you and I honor you. And I thank you, Lord, for these listeners. Oh, God, I thank you for people that download that. Uh, God, we see that we had almost 400 uh, listens, oh God, to the podcast. And Father, we're grateful. We're we're so thankful that we're able to be in a position to touch lives, God, because of what you deposit in us, God, what you give to us. And Father, we are so very grateful. And Lord, we love you and we praise you. Jesus, we just want to see you. We want to know you. We want to uh, feel your manifested presence, the Shekinah of your presence oh god the manifested glory god is what we're going for holy spirit we're so grateful for you being in the earth do what you do best minister to your people through these airwaves through this digital broadcast and father i thank you for the uplifting of the name of jesus he said if i be lifted up i will draw all men unto me and jesus that is our desire today is that we lift you up that we give glory and honor to you today so father we thank you bless your people even right now strengthen them i pray in jesus matchless name amen hallelujah well 2021 wow off to a very interesting year i know one thing 2020 is behind us the bible tells us to look uh don't even look back don't don't be like lot's wife uh press towards the mark of the high calling which is in christ jesus and that is certainly what it is hey god i bless you that we want to do today my god i bless you i feel your anointing jesus Lord, we bless you today. And, you know, I thank God for being back on the airwaves. Uh, our family, we were um, sick uh, during the holidays uh, with uh, COVID. We don't know where we got it from. Uh, we don't uh, really go outside much other than uh, to, to church. And our son goes to daycare. But nonetheless, guess what? God is good. We, uh, we just rested. We did what we were supposed to do. We quarantined. We did all that good stuff. Um, son tested po uh, negative me and my wife we tested positive um, but you know what god is good we had extremely mild symptoms uh the only thing is we just needed to rest and so that was what we did we used wisdom and we did that but we're back here again and we are never we're not going to stop we're uh, we're not going to stop we're going to continue on in this vein because this is what the lord has orchestrated for us to do and we are wanting to be fully compliant and blessed so, uh, you know, over 
uh, this time we we've seen various things that have happened uh, the riot on the Capitol um, uh, Capitol Hill by uh, by uh, extremists uh, if we would if, if probably we want to use that title um, and sadly to say a lot of believers uh, was was mixed in that um, you know people oftentimes talk about you know we you know we don't hear on reimage we don't talk a whole lot about uh, politics but certainly does have its place up uh, to merit for us just to chime in and say it uh, what, what we want to do is we uh, we have to remember we're kingdom we serve and we are of the Bible says as I have read in times past we are part of an unshakable kingdom that isn't the United States because everything that can be shaken will be shaken but we are of an unshakable kingdom and we have to be extremely careful as believers there's so many things I've seen um, that I have to say scripturally just does not line up uh, and we have to be very very careful uh, that we are not being zealous in the flesh we need to be zealous for Jesus again and we lift him up and we lift him up my God I feel you Holy Ghost if we lift him up he said I will be glorified I will draw all men unto me you know I understand uh, we want to oftentimes uh, believe a lot of things but when things divert away from God uh, we have to recognize that and then we have we have to remember Paul said this follow me as I follow Christ as I follow the anointed one and his anointing that is what we're commissioned to do we can't follow people because people will get off amen it ain't no doubt about it now there is some that we that we have that are consistent and if they're mature enough they'll actually tell you and say you know what I repent because I'm off you know so and that those are the people we want to mark those are the people we want but we but if anybody that is really wise full of the spirit of God full of Holy Spirit they're always going to direct us towards him that's who we have to look at you know the Bible says that you know even with uh, Nebuchadnezzar from Nebuchadnezzar to Jehu uh, different people that God used even in the Old Testament as we look as a point of reference um, now we got to remember in the Old Testament they were not they were not born again right they were not uh, the Spirit of God did not dwell in them because there was no there was not the propitiation of sins given yet there was not uh, Jesus had not died rose uh, buried and rose again for us uh, at that time when we look at these moments in scripture so people got off right they were zealous they were zealous of uh, one of getting in the flesh getting in themselves but and God separated himself and then he, he chose somebody else and we got to know when God is choosing other things but remember this God has chosen us as his people is what I'm trying to get around to God has, has chosen us as his people amen glory to God and that's what we have to remember above all things he had uh, that God has chosen us and we have to continue to stay with him that's who we have to continue to stay with you know when people get off it isn't the end of the world it really isn't it's not the end of the world we just have to remember that we got to serve God at the end of the day because when it's all said and done just like the song is uh, saying uh, here upper room was saying uh, we we got to see him.
we got to see him and we're going to have to stand before him. Amen. And the Bible says all things are naked in Hebrews. It said all things are naked before him with whom we have to do. So uh, saying that, you know, our disposition here, if anybody's ever wondering or questioning anything about sought out ministries or this bro or this broadcast, we stand with Jesus. That's where we stand at at the end of the day. Amen. We are we are independent thinkers. Amen. We are people who look unto the word of God for our counsel, our guidance, and for Holy Spirit to lead us because we're filled with the Holy Ghost. And we know the scripture tells us that he will lead us into all truth. Amen. Glory to God. So at the end of the day, I, Stephen Steele, my wife, our household, we are going to serve the Lord and we're going to submit ourselves accordingly. It's sad what happened uh, on, on that day. Amen. Glory to God is very sad what has happened, but we have to continue to pray for this nation. We have to continue to pray for God uh, to have a foothold here in the earth. So and that's what we you know, that's what we've been talking about. Right. We've been talking about how do we continue? How do we continue to reflect the image of God here in the earth as as his people is by up by upholding the standard by upholding what it is that God has commissioned for us to do in the church but see here's the issue uh with some of us amen is that we get bored we get bored and then we we're trying to do a whole lot of other stuff we're trying to reinvent the wheel or we then we just trying to shove things or feel like we got to be forceful that we got to uh do just a whole lot of other things other than just do what the scriptures tells us to do, which is to commission, which is to disciple, to win people, to live peaceably with all men. Why is Paul saying that me and another pastor friend of mine uh, were, were discussing that uh, we have to continue to live peaceably? Because why? Because we want God to have access in the earth. How does he have access? He has access through you and I as his people. If you're not his people, you can become his people. Amen. By praying and just asking the Lord to forgive you of your sins, acknowledging that you need Jesus, that you need what he's done, what he's afforded for us by way of the cross of him dying for our sins, being buried and rose again by the power of Holy Spirit rising again and ascending to the Father and being on the right hand and praying for us. That being born again, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of people um, that is saying that, uh, you know, that they're believers, right? That they're believe that they're saying that they're believers. But when you really talk to them, you'll find out they don't hold fast to the scripture. It's just because they they have may have certain convictions. Okay. Certain convictions does not line up with having the born again nature nature of Jesus. Uh, that's what's really at, uh, really important is that we actually have the nature of Christ in us. And, you know, at the end of the day, we have to be representatives um, for Jesus. And that's that's just it in a nutshell. In a nutshell, you know, I believe it's. Um, uh, uh, Optim uh, Razor that said, you know, the, the quote that says basically that this usually the simplest answer is the right answer, right? Um, they, you know, 
the thing is, is that if you, we, we over analyze things, Jesus even said it again. He said that, you know, you're strain at a, at a, a gnat and swallow a camel. Um, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's, you know, uh, unregenerated human beings though, right? Making things more difficult. But when we come over in Jesus, the Bible says, you know, he'll take the foolish things to confound the wise and the, and the fool and the wise things to confound fools. And, um, we have to realize something that we have to look at things through the lens of the word of God. So, you know, uh, we're, we're a new year, right? We're a new year. We don't make resolutions. That's not what we do as the people of God. A lot of us, we do fast at the beginning of the year. We, we seek the Lord's face to see what it is that the Lord is saying uh, to us at this particular time, season and juncture of where we're at in life. And, you know, I, it is my sincere hope and desire that you're just not trying to do a new diet fad or, uh, you're just doing a Daniel's fast, a uh, restriction to eating because you want to lose a couple inches. But it, I wholly pray, I wholly pray with my with my whole heart that we are really seeking the Lord in this season, so we can actually know what direction God want our lives individually as well as corporately uh, to be heading in in this season because the church is is at such a pivotal junction uh, and there's so many who have adopted so many other things that are not scriptural uh, all in the sake of trying to be relevant and we have to be extremely extremely careful you know what is it that you believe that's what we've been talking about right that's what we left off in December uh, right before Christmas uh, that we had got a chance to talk about um, unfortunately during that time my work had pulled me away and I was busy at another location at Terminal. As you all know, I serve as uh, IT support here uh, for uh, over a dozen terminals here in Texas. And so I got pulled away. But anyway, the thought that we left with was um, talking about uh, what is it that you believe? We, we have been covering and canvassing, you know, talking about the believer um, and what is it that we actually believe? Because, you know, we but there's a lot of things that we that we that we uh, subscribe to, that that we ascribe to, that we take on, that we uh, think because it seems morally right, that is God is agreeing with it. Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of it, we don't have any scripture base for it. Now, uh, we have to be very careful that our ideology, that we don't try to throw theology into that uh, in scripture to try to back up things that we think or morally feel because it just seemed right. And we got to be very careful of that. It can move us. That particular train of thought can move us into also becoming very self-righteous. And then it becomes as filthy rags as, as the Lord has, has told us before. So we have to be very careful about those things. And we, so, you know, but it, these, these ideals, these bases, these, um, uh, belief systems can lead us into very dangerous paths in our, in our lives and ultimately cause a great distance and gap between us 
and the Lord Jesus Christ. So, uh, foundationally, let's look at again. Let's go back now and let's let's look at this this text here in John chapter number fourteen, starting at verse number eleven. We all know John the Revelator. John uh, was the disciple. He was very very young. He was one of the ones that laid. Uh, the Bible says he laid his chest, his head upon Jesus' chest. He was always on Jesus' heart. Hallelujah! What a place to be. Can you imagine that? Being on Jesus' heart. Amen. Glory to God. It wasn't nothing funny about it. It wasn't nothing weird about it. He loved Jesus and Jesus loved him. Amen. But he wrote this. And now remember, John talks more about the spirit than anything, than any other of the uh, uh, or of the synoptic gospels. His is a is different because it doesn't necessarily have all the quotes and sayings like the synoptic gospel he deals more with the spirit aspect of who jesus is being god uh in flesh and he's picked up here in jesus again he says more i am statements here in the gospel of john than anywhere else right so it says here and it reads and he said believe me that i am that i'm presently i'm in the father and the father in me or else believe our word pestuo believe me pestuo me for the very works sake verily verily i say unto you he that believeth on me the works he that pestuo he that gives credit on me on what on the fact that i'm in the father so we we gotta deal with this because see if you if your vision if your vision and the reason why i say vision is because we're imagery driven we are imagery-driven people. We are imagery-driven beings. Right now, what I'm reading off of the computer screen is an image just projected from a website, from the Bible, uh, Bible Gateway website. And I see it, thus I read it. When I read it, I get an image in my mind. Whenever we read, whenever you read or you hear something, you you you're it's imagery, right? That's why we got social media, people always making skits, memes, and all this because they're wanting to create imagery and vision in your mind when you read something. So uh, when it is that we're reading something, uh, it, it formulates all of these, it formulate images in us, okay? So wh when you read, if you if you have an unhealthy view of who Jesus is, who the Father is, of, of, the, of the triune God, everything else is going to be obscure because it's not built off of pure scripture. It's not built off of what the scripture is saying. But Jesus told us here, he said, that him and the father are inseparable, that they're inseparable. And he says, so pestuo me, give. Remember that word there that we that we looked at, pestuo means to give one credit, right? And we, we talked about that in the in the whole season of spending money. And, and last year in December, you know, it was, you know, it was a lot of people that's racked up a lot of debt. They didn't want to use cash. They didn't want to use that stimulus money. Hey, man, now you're using stimulus money to pay off those things that you credited, that was accredited to you, that said that your credit score, that your name, the way you handled your finances, all that stuff was good. We're in the process of, of buying a house. We're getting ready to close on, so we'll be moving uh, here at the end of the month. So uh, we'll probably have a, uh, and plus it's, fifth, it's five weeks this week, so we'll actually upload one of the sermons uh, during uh, last week 
for you all to be able to hear me and my wife will be on on this Saturday. It'll be third Saturday. So me and her, we will be on to continue to this discussion. Um, but you spent money, right, that, that, that technically you didn't have, but they said that you're good for it to pay it back, that you actually have the means to pay it back. So, Jesus, think about that in that sense. Think about think about that sense, about this system God has allowed us to have, okay, so we could get the imagery and understand him, that the Father has put something in him because he is in the Father and the Father is in him that makes him trustworthy, Okay, that makes him that when he says something, you can take it to heart to know that he's good for it. Oh, come on, let that sink in. That's good. That he is actually good for it. Okay, so Jesus says, so verily, if nothing else, know that I'm good for this because I'm in the Father. That's what he's saying. I'm good for this. And he says, and whosoever ye ask in my name, whatsoever whatsoever whatever it is he said whatever you ask in my name i will do it that the father may be glorified in the son because i'm moving as he would god will credit that to me and and pump me up over it because i did what i saw him do and he says and if you should ask anything in my name i will do it now look at this if you love me keep my commandments now i don't want anybody to get lost here we are still in the same context this whole portion i'm reading is in one context which means it the scriptures before and after they build upon one another they're within the same context of what he's saying now i want to stay right there because he said here, if you if you love me, right, if you love me, he said, keep my commandments. Now, see, this is this gets in to again to when we're start when we're talking about what we believe, when we're talking about what it is we believe, we got to understand what well, what is it that what is it that Jesus is actually talking about here? What is it that he's actually that he's actually saying to us when he's telling us talking about, well, if you love me, you know, if you if you actually love me, you will do you will keep my commandments. And he's saying that it's built off of that when you when you love somebody, you inherently want to make them happy. OK, we just let's just talk in layman's term. Don't beat me up there. The, uh, theological wise, theologically wise, don't beat me up over what I'm saying. We just we're just talking uh, down to earth. OK, so he's talking in this context and he's saying that, you know, if you love me. Right. Uh, um, now, this isn't like um, uh, agape technically. OK, so what word is here is apao, apao. Okay, which means uh, an, an emphasis that he's putting on the person, or to uh, be fond of them, and to be, or to well please them, or to be content with the fact of who Jesus is in our lives, right? Uh, so he's talking about this this type of love here um, to prefer him over anybody else. So if we're if we're if we're knowing that, if we're knowing that, right, if we're knowing that, then we need to always defer to him. 
and defer to him and he sins. So if you love me, you're going to keep to what I'm saying. You're you're going you're going to pestuo. You're going to always give uh, credit to me. You're always going to give me my proper place. You know, uh, again, remember, I was telling you about whenever you do a credit report or if your credit isn't right, whatever, even if it is good or if it's or if you got excellent standing credit, it always tell you now in the little truth and lending thing. It says, again, remember, you pay for credit. You do. You and I, we pray, we pay for that credit. We pay for whatever your score is. If it's a 635, a 649, 720, or whatever, 800, you have paid for that. Okay, you didn't just get it. You didn't just come out of your mama's womb. Uh, you, you know, your father's loin with that. Okay, maybe some of us, some did, but it don't matter. Somebody paid for that. Somebody paid for us, or we paid for us uh, to have that type of score. Well, Jesus has already paid for it because the Father's already accredited that to him. Because when he, when remember when he came out when John was I baptized him, and he came out the water, and the Bible says uh, uh, that he said. This is my my son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him, hear ye him. God would did what? He affirmed him. The father affirmed him. You know, up until then, nobody could give this type of uh, declaration that Jesus declared. Nobody you could you didn't see nobody in the Old Testament give this type of declaration that Jesus did. Nobody. Because they couldn't say that because they were unregenerated, but because he came from the father and the father was in him and because they were inseparable because he was God in the flesh. He can make this statement and he knew he said, look, and if you can't give me the credit, at least credit the works because you know what those are. So that's what I'm saying. What is it that you believe? You can't possibly believe God will give Corona to you. You can't believe that God would put cancer on you. You can't believe that God would put sickness on you in any kind of way. Why? Because he would not do that. It's not consistent with him. It's not even his nature. His nature is just to do you good. Remember when Jesus read in Luke chapter number four, when he got done coming out, when he got done and the Bible says, and he opened up the book unto Isaiah and he, and the Bible says that, and he read for the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Come on. And in Acts 238, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with power and with the Holy Ghost doing what? Going about and doing good and healing all them that were sick and oppressed of the devil. Now, you tell me, what is it that you believe? How could you how could you say you believe that? But then you're going to turn right around with the same mouth and say, well, God put this on me. We have to fix what it is that we believe. Or, what, or who and how we are accrediting things to him. Because if not, it drives us in a certain direction. It drives us then to do certain foolish things. And we have to be able to hold on to the things of God. But when we're not holding on to the things of God in the first place, you we can easily lose them when you toss them out. And you will much rather hold on 
to your moral stance than what it is God has said, because what God has said is actually going to co uh, to correct and override your moral stance. And most people don't want that because they mere, merely want to morally look right, which is nothing more than a Pharisee or a Sadducee. Yes, I went there and I said it. You are fair. You are a Pharisee or you're a Sadducee and you're self-righteous. Your morality don't mean nothing to God. God want to know what is it that you believe? Because it, because that's why Jesus kept coming back and correcting him and said, but you heard it say it. it's been orally interpreted because many back then what could not read. They didn't have access like we do now to the scriptures. You have remember scripture back then was written on large pot, pious paper, large scrolls and stuff. Wasn't nobody walking around. Everybody didn't have access to walk around with that stuff. Only the affluent, those that had money that those things were paid for had access. So they had to rely on oral interpretation. What? So you know that that was tainted. You you know it was jokers back then putting in their own two cents of what they believe it said and all of these other things because they wanted people hooked on to them. But Jesus wanted us to know and to pastool, to believe and put credit on him that he was trustworthy because he was the representative of the father. He was the express image, the prototype in one translation that it says when it says talking about the express image, that he was the literal image of the father. That's why they took so much uh, heart when he said that before Abraham was, I am. And that he would they knew exactly what it was he was saying because they understood context a lot more than what we do now. See, we have to be careful because we're living in a day and age where everybody's trying to change context of stuff. They're trying to uh, reinvent the wheel of what stuff is. A no ain't a no no more. Yes don't even mean a yes. I don't, you know, it's just it's kind of a, a lot of stuff we have strayed from because we want to do things to suit the way we believe. We want to be morally right at the end of the day. You know, that's why we love getting on these meme kicks and on these Twitter kicks and, and, and Instagram and all of this other stuff. When people come back with quote unquote, people say the perfect response to something or the perfect response to haters and all of this. Why? Because that's what we want to believe. We want to, oh yeah, see, but at the core of a person, they're, they're nothing. They don't even have anything. They may have a, a good grasp at that time of wording and being able to combat and come against something. But what is it still at the end of the day that we believe? Because people believe a lot of different stuff. They believe a whole lot of different stuff. But if we're calling ourselves believer, pastors, if we wanted to say that, people who give a credit, who are we giving credit to? What is our view on stuff? What is our view as far as what the scripture tells us? Because when we do, when we look at that, we don't realize a lot of the stuff we say that's, that's God, it ain't God. Like, you know, God bless the child that's got his own. Just to pull some, that don't, that ain't, there's no scripture that backs that up. There is nothing that backs that up that morally sound good. But what do that mean? What is it that we holding on to? And see, even in this season when we're in now, when we're praying and we're fasting, 
we got to be even very careful about that because the, if we truly are fasting, separating ourselves, turning over our plate, whatever it is that you feel led to give up, to give more time and credence to the Father about, because that's all prayer and fasting. He has a love with my pastor, uh, said his spiritual father, uh, Kenneth E. Hagen, uh, uh, Sr. What he said is that it ain't nothing but saying that God, I'm abstaining from something to give you more time. That's that's basically what fasting is, right? A lot of it is in denying flesh because flesh is such a gratifying thing. We give ourselves over to it, and then what happens? We sometimes become lethargic, sleepy, tired, irritable, whatever, and then we don't want to do anything else. But when we do separate ourselves from that and we're praying or we're seeking God about something, we're giving more time to him. And that's why I said it is my prayer that in this, that we allow God to to deal with our hearts because that's what prayer is. Pray, look, it's not moving him. Okay, it only moves him when we are in faith and whatever we're praying and we're asking or pestool, we believe in standing and believing. Pestool, standing and giving a credit, standing and giving credit, standing and giving credit to him. When we're doing that, that is what moves him because the Bible says what? The just shall live by faith. The just shall live in a way that is pleasing and moving God. That's what the scripture is saying. And that the prayers of the righteous make it power available. We're making power available when we stand in faith. When we're staying, believing, pestool. When you got credit power, you got power. You know, in an economy that, that honors credit, you got some serious you got some serious purchasing power because you have the ability to obtain more than really what you actually have, especially over a course of time. That's why uh, companies are so big when they see that you have a mortgage or that you're able to afford a mortgage that said that you have done everything right to put yourself in a right standing to be able to afford this large amount of payment over a very large amount of time. A car payment, not so much. I mean, people can, you can get a car payment, $9,000 and pay that off in a year or pay it off in two years, just depending on however you handle your finances. Sometimes that can hurt you, but we're not here to give a credit class. Glory to God. We're here, though, to say that, you know, if you do, you have, you have a ability to do that. Anyway, he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And when I, and he says, and I will pray then. Okay, because now you're standing in me. Now you're standing in my credit, not in yours. You're standing in my credit because you gave me the credit. And because of that, now I'm going to take what you are asking me. And now I'm going to go to the father. And he says, and ye shall give and he will give you another comforter. Now he's talking about the role of the spirit now in us as now as the church age, as us as the believer, because now this kicks in his ministry. So that's why at the end of the day, I don't care if you listen to this podcast, you're going to hear it once. If you hear it once, you're going to hear it, uh, I promise you, a million times, okay? Uh, my mama used to tell me, I'm talking about my, my natural mama. Now, now we ain't talking about uh, A.B. Johnson. We're talking about my, my natural mama. She would tell me, honey, the minute you move outside of him, you are done. You're doomed, and you will never be nothing. And my mama is right. Every single time I can account in my life that I failed, it was because I stepped outside of him. She said, you got to keep your hand in his hand. And now in the words of A.V. Johnson, she would tell me, baby, you got to always rely 
on the Holy Spirit. That's what we got to rely. So, you know, as we get ready to move in the season, as, as we get ready to, we're 13 days into a new year, and we've seen a lot of stuff already happen. Okay, we got an inauguration that's getting ready to come up. Pray for the, uh, regardless of what you believe, regardless, the Bible tells us to pray for those who are in leadership. That is what we must do. That's just what this, I'm going to do it because that's what the scriptures say. I know there's those who want to try to argue, but there's times I literally just take what the words say. I ain't trying to dissect it. I'm just doing what the scripture, because the Bible said all they that have power are ordained of God. There it go. So if, if, if God said that's what, not if, because he said it, I'm going to fall in line. Now, because of it, Jesus said that, and when you do that, I will go to the Father. So he will work on the heart of that person. He will allow circumstances and situations to happen, to cause them to have to give ear to what it is that we're praying and asking the Father for. That's why we can't afford to pray out of our own heart and selfish motive and desires. We got to pray that he be glorified. We got to pray that the gospel have a foothold, the real gospel that uplifts Jesus, that causes sinners to be born again, that causes natures to be changed, that takes us back to the original design plan and purpose that the father has for us that's how we have to pray amen pray in your in your time ask god to say god you know what i know if i'm born again my heart ain't wicked but i know that there's areas that i may have held fast to moral things and things that sounded good because i heard somebody else and i respected them but god i don't know what may really be at the end of that person but from what i know about you i know who you are you're holy and you're pure. You're undefiled. David even said that when you judge your righteousness, your righteousness allows you to judge accurately and fairly. So God, I wanna be like you. Ask him. We're not praying and saying God created me a clean heart because we're wicked. We're not wicked no more. The blood of Jesus has washed us and recreated us. The DNA of Jesus has overpowered the, and recreated the, the DNA of, of the fallen Adam that we, was, that we was in to now looking just like he is. Now just God, let that nature take hold and work in us that we may actually be called the sons of God. That's how we got to pray, y'all. And I know that just seemed that just seemed like you just like, well, Steve, you just made that way too simple. It is. It's just whether or not if we're going to acquiesce to it, if we're going to submit ourselves unto it or not, or are we going to hold fast to the cancel culture that is rapidly growing in this and infiltrating the church? That's what we got to ask ourselves. Are we going to just hold fast to what it is God has said? Or do we just want to look morally right because we want to try to scave off persecution because we really can't give an account for how we believe, how we can only recite what it is a preacher has said or a minister or something catchy and witty that somebody put up on social media? Or do we really understand the scripture and can we stand firm and flat on that? Not arguing with somebody, but telling them in love that this is what I believe and why I believe it because I'm in him, because I've accepted him. People want us to accept a lot of other things, but what we ought to accept is that we're in him and that guess what? At the end of the day, 
that's what he's going to ask us about. What did you do with me? What did you do with what I gave you? He ain't asking you about a political party and 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 an affiliation. He's asking you about what are you holding fast to? What are you holding fast to? Do you think God going to applaud us at the end of the day, whether we blue or red? Because the only thing he wants to see is people, is souls come into the kingdom. That many believe on the sacrifice that Jesus has provided to us. So, with that, we're going to have to give an evaluation. With that, we're going to have to give it accountability. Because, you know, going through this process of a home, you know, if you've ever bought a home before, built a home, we're building one in, you know, the underwriting, the process right before you get to closing, the, the pre-approval stuff is easy because, you know, they look, they assess your, your initial fact, you work, how long you've been at work, you know, and they take, they pull your credit and But then when it gets into the underwriting to be able to undergird and to justify why it is that you deserve this loan or this mortgage uh, and over all this length of time to be able to pay for it, it starts getting tedious because then you got to begin to give an account for your finances. You got to be able to give an account for your savings account. Do you have, have you uh, poured in enough money to meet the closing costs uh, of that loan application? And, and uh, what, what have you done over the course to have your credit this way? Uh, do you keep applying for things? It's just you got to give paperwork and sign paperwork, all those things. And it can become frustrating, especially if you're not in the place uh, to be able to accurately give an answer as to why you've done what you've done with your credit. So we're going to have to give an account. And are we going to get frustrated? Are we going to give in or we going to just throw up our hands and say, you know what, fine, I'm going to just keep renting. I'm going to just keep doing uh, doing this because I really don't want to have to, you know, build anything. I don't want to have to actually uh, be a steward over anything. Or will we say, you know what, no, I'm going to get things. I'm going to start getting things in order. And it starts now. It ain't a New Year's resolution. God, I'm turning over my plate and I'm moving things out of the way. I'm not playing no video games. I'm not watching Netflix. I'm not watching Wonder Woman. I'm not doing none of this stuff. I'm not reading comic books. God, I am wanting to spend time with you. I am wanting to pray your word, your promises, because God, I want to see you in the earth. Remember, Jesus read and he said, God has anointed me to bring the glad tidings, to heal up the brokenhearted. Who wouldn't want to see that? Who wouldn't want you can know, you know somebody right now in your life who is hurting and God has anointed you to bring them glad tidings. Not to talk about riots and 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 uh, 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 impeachment and all this other. He ain't talking. God ain't wanting. He's wanting you to tell them about something that is going to change their immediate situation right now. But what is it that you believe? Or you just believe Jesus is meant to be hoarded by us and never to tell nobody else. God. Fix our perspective. Help us to believe if we love you, we'll keep your commandments. Let's pray today. Father, today in the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm praying today for your people today, Lord. 
I'm praying today, God, that we will look to you, Jesus, because you are the author and finisher of our faith. Father, we want to start out this new year with repenting, with a, with a metanoma, oh God, with a radical mind shift, God, to look to you for all things today. Holy Spirit, to rely on you because you're the one in the earth. He said that you would, that he's already sent you. You're here. You're in the earth. Let us rely on you. Forgive us for the places that we grieved you, that we haven't consulted you, looked to you, asked you, fellowshiped with you, asked for understanding, wisdom, and clarification. And Father, you said that all of these things you would give without limit, without fail. You would just do it for us. And Jesus, you're on the right hand of the Father making intercession for us. And Father, I'm praying today for your people, Lord, that they will be built up in strength and let us keep our eyes on Jesus and not on our circumstances. Knowing, Lord, fully well that you are here for us and you're fighting for us, Lord. And Lord, we bless you and we thank you today for all that you have supplied to us. And Father, now I pray for your people, God. I pray that you cause your countenance to shine upon them, God, and give them your peace, Lord. And Father, I thank you for speaking to their hearts today. In the matchless name of Jesus, I pray. Bless him right now. In Jesus' name. Well, if you guys, you've heard the time. You, you heard the music, so you know that that's it for us on this segment. Look, we're going to be back with you again on this on this uh, third Saturday. Uh, we'll probably be on on Friday. Uh, streaming on Sought Out Ministry uh, Tulsa on Facebook. You can catch us then live, me and my wife, Monisha. Uh, we, we are so grateful to God for you in this new year, and we're praying for God's bountiful blessing to be upon you and for us to stay consistent in the things of God because that brings forth the power of God. And as we continue to walk in love, look, we love you. You know it is our sincere desire that, that whatever we do, let Jesus be glorified. Let him be lifted up. So just like the Apostle Paul has said, let everything that we do be done unto the glory of God. Look, we'll talk to you on the next one. We love you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Sought Out Ministries Reimaged Podcast. This podcast discusses new creation reality teachings based off of the Word of God. New episodes are uploaded every Thursday on every major podcast platform, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. If you are listening via PC only, you can find us on Anchor FM. We also do a live recording on our Facebook page, Sought Out Ministries, every third Saturday. If you are looking for additional content, please find us on YouTube under Sought Out Ministries for your viewing pleasure. Share us, like us, follow us, leave us feedback. Let us know how this podcast is blessing and impacting your life. It is our sincere desire that you are blessed by the word.